Pritzker apologizes to Justin Fields. We also know reportedly what the Chicago Bears want to see from Justin Fields over the last six weeks. And me, C-Dub, and Bobby will be talking about what we want to see from the team over the last six weeks of the season. We're going to get all and more. No, we got to play that intro first, though. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Hey, C-Dub, Bobby, we all in the building today. It's Wednesday, so you know what that means. The whole squad is on deck. And uh, fellas, to start this one off, Jaquan Brisker uh, said this as far as in, in regards to the team's loss against Detroit. I thought Justin gave us a chance to win. I thought he played well. I texted him and told him that that was on the defense, and it truly was. They gave us that late field goal at the end to put us up two scores. The defense has to close that out. There's nothing else you can say. There's no excuse. There's nothing. He played so well. He's a great leader. His energy was contagious. What what does that make you guys feel about the young second-year player, Jaquan Brisker, stepping up to text the quarterback and say that to take uh, accountability for the defense and saying that the loss was on the defense. How you guys feeling? Hey, you know what, man? He already was one of my favorite players on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I appreciate the humility from the young kid. It should have been all defensive players uh, texting Justin Fields and telling him sorry for that game. It shouldn't have just been him, but I appreciate him being a leader and stepping out in front and speaking up for the defense if they didn't want to do it. I love this kid. He is going to be a, a he's going to be a stalwart for this team for a long time, bro. This kid is a player and a man. I appreciate it. Definitely appreciate the apology, Seth, because, man, me personally, it should have been a guy like Jalen Johnson, Eddie Jackson. You the one gave up one of the touchdowns on the comeback, my boy. Couldn't get back to the cover and cover. And shout out to Jaquan Brisker for being at least one of those guys that's holding the defensive side of the ball accountable for that letdown, that collapse that happened against the Detroit Lions. And I want to call out Matt Eberflus. Instead of going out here and patting yourself on the back for what you did in games that ain't had nothing to do with the Detroit Lions game, how about you flat out and come out and say as your opening statement for once in your life, take some accountability and say, hey, ladies and gentlemen, that was on me and my coaching staff. Mm. Imagine the effect that will have on your team. Mm. Do better. Listen, bro. Matt, asking Matt Eberflus to take accountability ain't going to happen, bro. That's just no, not no. going to happen. <laughs> Lucifer will walk back into the gates of heaven himself and kiss <laughs> Jesus' feet before that ever happens because Matt Eberflus literally looks at – like that whole thing of they got down the field too fast. What the fuck what? are you talking about, Matt Eberflus? Bruh. Hey, Yo, that's you know, the one. That's like, a nasty. You know, at this bro. point, every time that dude name come up, I get I get frustrated at this point. Bro, I'm trying to calm my soul down. I hate <laughs> Matt Eberflus, bro. Like it just is what it is. There. Here's what I'll say though. I love that Jaquan Brisker ste- stepped up and did this, and then said it. And when he was on six seventy score on the radio. Um, you need accountability like that on team because as we said, we don't have it with the coaching staff. So young players, especially. And and a young player who didn't give up the touchdown, right? It wasn't on Jaqu- Jaquan Brisker personally didn't have any huge letdowns in that game. But for him to step up and and, and speak for the defense, it, go- it just goes to show, man, we've talked about it. Jaquan Brisker is going to be a leader on this defense for years and years and years to come. Hopefully him and Justin Fields. And so them having that dialogue, that conversation, 
it, it's nothing. I don't I don't take nothing but positivity out of it. Oh, bro. You know what? One thing, real quick thing. I wish Jalen Johnson been the guy to text Justin Fields. Wouldn't that I mean, would he fit? could have too. Just because we didn't hear it didn't mean that he, right. he could have. He ain't do it. He ain't do it. I, I'll put money. He ain't do it. <laughs> No now we did. got now we got darky on dark violence on the podcast. <laughs> what are you doing, bro? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Man. I feel I'm on the Django set or something. He said darky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you coming from no dub. Um, yeah. but speaking of Justin Fields, man. So Ian Rappaport, who's been talking about nothing but the Bears lately. That, that, is he from Chicago or something? Why does he talk about us? No, so? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I got to figure this out. But anyway, he said that. Uh, according to Ryan Poles, he knows what they're looking for from Justin Fields over the last six games, and he and he said this: they're looking for consistency, playing well, well in two-minute and red zone situations, and limit his turnovers. When you hear that list, how you guys feel about? It? I think we've seen Justin Fields do almost all three of those things. Well, in the two-minute, they took the ball out of his hands, so we can't blame him on that one. But how you feel about that list of what they're looking for for Justin Fields to finish the season? Uh, just to be honest, because we keep it a buck here, I, I think these uh, things are fair. But the coaching staff also has to be fair when it comes to the two-minute drills and give your quarterback a chance, i.e. the last game against the Detroit Lions, and also put them in great positions to win and not have them in the shotgun at the goal line like against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers earlier this season where they don't even have a chance and he got to make a play. He throws an interception, lose usually the game. He has not, let's just be honest, he hasn't had a lot of success in the two-minute drill to win the game. But I don't think he's been exactly put in the right position. So if this list is fair, I feel like the coaching staff should be fair as well. They should be fair, and they should be held to the same standard as the player. Because for in order for him to see, they got to get put him in what you said, those situations and those positions. And like Hayes said, they took the, all that stuff he did for three quarters. Yeah, They took it out of his hands in the fourth quarter and pray, yeah. basically, you know, hid under the cover. It was scary outside. They hid under the cover for some odd reason, and they let the game slip away. But, hey, th th this is the guy that we deal with. This is the car mechanic that we deal with. <laughs> it ain't much to take away from him, man. Bro, I hate Matt Eberflus, bro. I really <laughs> hate that damn, damn. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I really hate that motherfucker, bro. I hate Matt Eberflus, bro. His face, when I hear his voice, everything, it just it just sends me into a, I just want to punch him. Just one good time. I just want to punch him and knock his ass out. But anyway. He's in the locker. <laughs> bro, that's it. Yeah, CHGO style. But uh, anyway, with that one. Uh, <laughs> um, consistency, absolutely. That's the name of the game when it comes to Justin Fields, right? Like, and he he was he he had been more consistent leading up to him being out with injury. He came back and really built on a lot of that. Yeah, it wasn't the same stats, right? That just jump out the stat sheet for you. But I love the way that Justin Fields played in this game. I like the way he was poised. I like the way he used his legs at times, and it made sense. I liked all that. I don't like the coaching staff so much. As far as playing well in the red zone situations, if I'm not mistaken, we scored every time we got in the red zone. That's a fact. Yeah. So, okay. Fact. So, again, solid there. Limit turnovers. We did that pretty well as solid. much, too. So, listen, I'm, I'm not saying that that he's done enough yet. You, you, we need, definitely need to see that over the, the last six games of the season. 
But let's, I think people have held on to this mindset that Justin Fields just turns it over, turns it over, turns it over. And the fact of the matter is, the last three full games we've seen from Justin Fields, he has a total of one turnover. Yes, I mean, one interception, I should say. I I can't remember the fumbles. So, like, you got to, you got to, like, put some respect on that man's name. Let let this man give time and opportunity to show his growth. So many people want to paint Justin Fields in this box because of things that he did. Matter of fact, I have it up now. The last three full games from Justin Fields, he's 59 of 87 for 786 yards, nine touchdowns, one interception, and 186 rushing yards. He has a a QB rating over his last three full games of 125.93. Come on, man. I just don't get people. Let me say, Justin Fields is in a can't-win situation, but guess what? He is going to win. He is up against a coaching staff that's incompetent to the the third degree, bro. They don't – it's like they don't want to win the games. And this kid, this kid is supposed to try out for this team when they actually play coaching against him while they're coaching the kid. If that make any sense to y'all, this kid already told y'all that the coach's staff is doing too much in his ears. They're sucking. They, they're garbage. But he had to walk it back because he's a team player. This kid, it is not fair. I feel sorry for this kid, bro. I feel somebody sorry. said, and I can't mm-hmm. take credit for this. I don't remember who said it. It could have been Swifty. It could have been somebody else. But they said Justin Fields shouldn't be auditioning for this coaching staff. This coaching staff should be auditioning for the right to, to coach Justin Fields. And I, I completely feel that 100%. 100%. I do, too. And I think, and I, and, and I, two things real quick. The first thing is that looking at how the Giants, they was like, nah, we're going to keep Daniel Jones and got him another coach in there to potentially change on what the trajectory was for their future. I can argue that Justin Fields took that same point of Daniel Jones, has done more and looked better than him. So I feel like he deserves that thing. And then the second part is I look at the statements from Mart- uh, Martellus Bennett on how the, they won't let go of the past. Let it go. And my thing is what everybody's going to uh, was I've been thinking everybody's been, you know, kind of it's been kind of causing a frenzy a little bit is what are they going to do with the first the, the, the first overall pick? Right now, that shit shouldn't even matter because you should be making sure, hey, I need the right coaches in here so we can make sure that we win. And I think that one of the statements that need to come out, and I think it'll be huge, is that, hey, if you if you start to see players like a Jaquan Brisker in this situation or what we talked about earlier, speak up and say, I text him and say, we dropped the ball. Then now if you're getting other players, what if DJ Moore say, hey, I want to, at the end of the season, I want to play for Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. You start getting mm-hmm. those players backing them up, th- that decision should be helping you solidify and make decisions so you could just continue to build out this team. But we'll see. We got time. I will argue that Justin Fields has been DJ Moore's best quarterback in his oh, whole career. Oh, for sure. 100%. Because Justin Fields does go down the field more often than what Tyson Bates has done. That's where DJ Moore has the, the best ability to do. So, like, listen, uh, if we do get, get, get by some chance of luck, or I won't even say luck, if we make the right decision and draft Marvin Harrison, you, I say, I, I don't know how you guys feel. If we get the number one overall pick, you still take Mar- Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, is me. the best prospect in this draft, hands down. Oh, me. That's I'm me, with too. You. I'm so, with that. Hey, I get it. Unless, unless the way that the draft order, you're sure that you can get him. Somebody just wants to move up from like three or four. At that point, you're still risking it depending on what where the other teams fall. But I, I am feel confident in taking the best talent available. Marvin Harrison Jr., to me, is the best prospect 
in this draft better than Caleb, better than Drake May. I don't and definitely don't even bring up no damn Michael Phoenix compared to Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, as pro no. prospects. Oh no, yeah, come on. And that's how I look at it too. You gotta you gotta be able to I say right now is that opportunity to draft the best players. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because what like look, it's our division rival, they just beat us. But what if the damn Detroit Lions would have listened to all everybody saying, "Hey, you can't stick with Jared Goff. Mm. You can't, you can't do this." So you gotta. They, they, hopefully, they canceling out all the outside noise and really just sitting down and evaluating this team. And that first evaluation, that first move, needs to start with the head coach. And I understand, like, say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I want to give that new coach the opportunity to be like, eh, I don't know if I want to deal with Justin Fields or to come in and say, hey, I want to deal with Justin Fields. But at some point, hey, if I'm Ryan Pose, you got to make a strong case for him and be like, hey, give him another year under your tutelage or something like that. Because you people forget that he still has a fifth-year option that's available to him that they haven't even activated yet. That's a fact. Yeah. What would what would uh getting a new coach mean for Ryan Poles? Is that a good thing for Ryan Poles in his career? That's why I'm thinking he hasn't pulled the trigger per se. Is it a good thing to say that I was wrong when you were uh, GM? Yes, because you if think you're he trying to get, get away right with that for your, for your franchise quarterback, then yes, you can say that. And keep in mind, I know that Ryan Poles made the final decision. Some people can have it confused. He made the final decision. But Matt Eberflus was already interviewed before Ryan Poles took the job. Now, you have to get this next head coach right. You can't have another head coach that fizzles out in two or three years because now we're looking completely on you and Kevin Warren. But I, I'd give him not necessarily a pass, but listen, you made a mistake. You brought in the guy. And I would say this. If you just listen to Matt Eberflus, he probably sold them a goddamn dream because that's what he can do. He's a used car salesman. Yeah, bro. You got bamboozled. You know so, we got in there. It's the hits principle, Ryan. We're gonna win games. We're gonna beat the. We're gonna beat the Packers. And listen, we're if, gonna beat the Lions. If we're a, if I'm a, a, a owner of a rebuilding team or a GM of a rebuilding team, you come in. You have your hits principle. You say how you're gonna bring bring in the spirit of competition in the training camp. I'm all. I'm like bet. This is what we right. need. We're gonna build a culture here. And then shortly thereafter, I'm looking like you're a fucking Look idiot. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Nothing you said was the truth. Nothing you said was the truth. Yeah. Oh man, and then we get we got Mike Canada getting fired by the Steelers. Lou Getzi still got a job. This is crazy, bro. We live in the Twilight Zone, right? It's crazy. It'll be a matter of time before Matt Nagy be let go too for him not being able to score in the fourth quarter with Patrick Mahomes. I'm just saying. Hey, listen, the Kansas City Chiefs are not making the Super Bowl this year, and it's going to be because of Matt Nagy calling they those damn oh, They are getting Nagy. <laughs> Andy Reid looking like, you're a, di- you're a goddamn dummy, huh? Like, I, I, I gave you a goddamn uh, d- damn Mustang, bro. You driving like it's a Dodge Neon. What we doing, bro? For oh, real. What That's are we crazy. doing? Ooh, man. Some things well, never change, man. <laughs> The Bears got six games left. We got games against uh, the Lions, the Browns, the Cardinals, Atlanta, and Green Bay. 
to finish off this season. Also, uh, Minnesota, we play the Vikings on Monday. I got a bye week in between that and the next Detroit game. What do you guys want to see from the Bears over the last six games of the season? I want to see them compete. Uh, I won't think much from the um, from the coaching staff. Um, I want to see progression. Uh, I want to see Justin Fields get better. I want to see some of our young guys get better. Hey, them, those two young studs in the defensive tackle, uh, Zach Pickens and Dexter, they've been looking pretty good. They're not getting to the quarterback, but they're blowing up some pretty good uh, guards and centers. They're blowing them up. Um, I want to see – I always want to see individual um, – a, a progression from some of these players. Uh, we're not going to the playoffs. Of course, everybody knows that. So now you're just looking at the, the guys and see who's getting better and who's going to be a part of this team in the future. That's it. That's all I want to see. That's how I'm looking at. And uh, I did. I just really want players because I can't, I, I can't, I ain't put no stock in Matt Eberflus and his coach staff. I just want the players to bet on themselves for one of these division games, bro. You cannot end this season 0-12 in the last two years against division opponents, bro. Put some, bro, pride on the line at this point. I ain't even going to lie to you. We keep losing to the rivals. You got to give me one. And then I got to see Jay Fields continue to just do what he do because I believe he should be here to stay long term. Yes. You know, we that that ain't up to me. But most importantly, you got to get a win versus the division, bro. I agree. You got with that, three. You. you got three opportunities now. You got to give me one. Who between? But who? Who nephew? Who? I don't give a damn. Green yeah, you, you know, you know, the greatest one would be the end of season against Green Bay. Like that'll probably be the greatest one. But bro, you got to give me one. It'd be even better if you get two. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> You're supposed to have one on Sunday. Don't even get me started. I've been. I've been. I calmed oh, down man. the last forty-eight hours. <laughs> God. Drip, oh, before you go, drip. What would the what would the headlines be if we would have beat Detroit Lions? Would we be would we be in the hunt, like in the hunt to the side, five and seven? You in the hunt? Four. It would have been four and seven. Four, four and seven. seven. I'm sorry. We in the hunt. We lurking. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but we still. <laughs> I don't know, man. No. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been all about the Detroit Lions. We know that. It would have been all about the Detroit Lions. I mean, I, I guess Fields would have got some praise. Maybe. Nah. You see, they trying to leak it in there and give him a little kudos, but yeah. yeah. No, it would have been mostly about the Detroit Lions, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, nobody trusts right now the Bears. I think it the story would have been more how the Lions lost that game than the Bears yeah. won it. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it is what it is. That just comes with having a terrible-ass coaching staff and a team that's won six games in <laughs> over a year. Like, it's just it just comes with the territory. Like, it is what it is, man. That's all I can Bruh. say. Um, <laughs> what I want to see from this team, man, is just I want to see the continued growth in the areas that we've seen. This young secondary, I want to see them continue to grow together. I think that we have we have something here in this young secondary that we can build on. I think we need to get a safety in this upcoming draft, but that's a, that's yes. a conversation for another day. And I want to continue to see how Montez what uh, affects that defensive line because if he keeps having the impact that he does, you got to look at it. If you can make one to two key acquisitions on that defensive line. Demarcus Walker also, not many people are talking about it. I know he hasn't really gotten the sacks or anything like that. He's playing much better since Montez was yep. there as well because mm-hmm. you're able to use, be more versatile in how you can use him. So want to continue to see that. And then got to go to this. Um, if Tremaine Edmonds keeps struggling, Ooh. 
I think you got to make a decision with moving Jack Sanborn back to the middle linebacker and let Tremaine figure it out on the outside. I know he's getting paid way more, but what we're seeing is Jack Sanborn is a middle linebacker. Tremaine Edmonds is a linebacker. That's what I'm seeing right now. And listen, for the Chicago Bears, know sometimes we'll be stuck in the in the history of the past, but that middle linebacker position means something to us. Yes, and Jack Sanborn not only has the name, and he looks like a Chicago Bears <laughs> middle linebacker, he's performing like one also. Thanks. So that's definitely Thanks. some things that I want to see. Um, offense it, is pretty straightforward. Like, Darnell Wright has already proven himself, I think, to be yes. one of the, the best left tackles in the game of football. So. Yes. I yes. agree with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, hey, that's – Pose he he hit on that one, yeah. And I'm gonna pat myself on the back for calling that draft one more time. You sure did, bro. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> that, yeah, they, oh. they call me crazy. I'm like, hey, this why we do it. You can agree or disagree. This why we another do it. another win is Rojo. I cannot wait to see oh, Rojo bro. next year. Next well, year, the, Rojo. This year with with, De, with Deontay Foreman uh, being injured now, you're probably going to see a lot of Rojo here at oh, least yeah. next week. If not, we'll see how long Deontay's out. Darrington Evans already hinted he's signing back with the Bears. So crazy, bro. Like He man. signing back? Oh, yeah, he posted this thing. It was like, I, I figured this was coming with the news. And it's, and it's like, yeah. it's, it's a contract. It's like, damn, damn, they keep bringing this, yeah, this guy. Ball. Oh, oh, living funny. Pong ball. Hey, fuck? listen, he's, he's, he's the good old faithful side chick. You can always bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, man, so that's just things that I want to see, man. I, I Listen, I know the season has been a struggle. I know we've had a lot of injuries that have that have hurt the continuity in almost every facet of this game, but I do think we got some really good young building blocks on this team, and I just want to see them continue to improve. Now that everybody's pretty much healthy, I want to see them continue to improve over the last bit of the season, and that's that's the biggest thing I want to see is to prove those building blocks that we see the glimpses of. Let's let's make sure they are what they are, so we can go and decide how we need to attack this free agency in the draft period. Oh, that's perfectly said, uh, Drip. Uh, we do have the seeds or the inkling of a core of a team. The quarterback, you got a nice running back. You got a nice lineman. You got nice uh, defensive backs back there. You got some uh, Montez Sweat. Uh, yeah, it's starting to look like you can build a team for the future a little bit. It's starting to look that way. Yeah, you just need a competent head coach to bring yes. it all together. <laughs> that's it, bro. Bring two it two together. Oh, man. Two plus two is four. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. I really hate that motherfucker, bro. I hate Matt Eberflus, man. man. I, I truly don't think I felt this even towards the end of the Nagy era. Like I understood he needed to be fired, but there, it wasn't to the point where I'm just like, I just don't want to see your face, bro. Like, get off my screen. Him say is it shit, the press bro. conferences drip, or is it the performance it in, the, in the game? Both. But Both, so the performance yeah. in the game is bad, right? We see the things that he does wrong, but then you get up here. And the shit that you say is just like, hey, come on, man. Like, don't don't smile in my face while you're trying to lie lie in my face at this. Oh, like, that's bro. the thing. Like, I'd much rather somebody say, I'm always somebody that I would much rather somebody come to my face and say, hey, Hayes, fuck you. Then I would yeah. have somebody come in my face and say and smile in my face and act like they love me. Like, I can yeah, I can respect you if you just don't fuck with me. Don't smile and act like you fuck with me. Like, oh, don't bro. get up on this podium and act like you a goddamn head coach when we know you a dumbass, bro. Oh, bro, Facts, and it's never, never on him and his coaching staff. It's always bro. player execution, bro. They never, they never make a mistake with putting players in the right position. It's always the the right play was called. Players just gotta execute. I, I just hate <laughs> the fact that he think that the fans and us and the media are stupid. 
and like, we didn't we see what we see. All twenty-two. <laughs> like, you know, what, he, <laughs> he go in. He talked to his assistant. Man, I'll just go out there and tell him whatever the fuck I want to tell him. Could you imagine being one of the reporters there? I'm sure when he walks away from that podium, they all looking around themselves like, "What the fuck did we show up?" Here? <laughs> <laughs> How am I supposed to write this article? That. Exactly. Like, <laughs> the headline: Matt Eberflus is a fucking idiot. That's all, that's all I can walk away with, bro. Like, that's the perfect headline yeah, right now. That idiot does it again. No, bro. Oh, bro. God damn. Any last thoughts, fellas, before we get up out of here, man? Hey, man. Um, I can't believe we still got a Monday night game. That's it. <laughs> Especially because they can flex every Monday night game for the rest of the season. They, yeah. Listen, the thing is, Justin Fields is still a draw. Ian Rappaport's talking about him every single day. I yeah. think that's probably why you see you haven't seen them flex out this game yet. So yeah, and I think the I think the him, Justin Fields, you know, all the talk, and then Josh uh Dobbs too, with being the yeah. astronaut, making his, you know, all these rounds with the Cardinals, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's a draw too. Okay. Facts. But that's All right, it. fellas. If nothing else, man, make sure you guys are following us at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any. Get on that TikTok too. C Dub killing it over on TikTok. Make sure you guys oh, always drip. Too. Shit, Listen, drip, I, I post a little clip from now and then. Uh, <laughs> you guys can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bear Central Gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like we like then everything on, Shy Town up, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.